On the 160th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we are just under three weeks away from the start of the 2020 NFL season, and we're rounding out our positional rankings with the top 50 wide receivers and the top 20 tight ends. The wait is almost over. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and it is the final part of our preseason rankings as we get dangerously close to the football season starting. Um, we got our draft, the Haters League, which I'm the uh, back-to-back champion of, uh, just you know, just to give some background. Uh, we got that tomorrow, or today, when this comes out. So, just want to put that out there. Okay, cool opening. Thank you. Great. Great. Uh, and then let's see. And oh, and I'm the commissioner of my of the other league that you guys aren't in. That's no, good. So, good uh, for the listeners. John, you're doing you're doing a great job with this opening. It's, Thank you. Uh, well, I was, just, it. I was, I was gonna say it's my weird league that I always talk about. So any other so leagues? Uh, are you in a fancy baseball league that no one gives a shit no. about? <laughs> I try. I try to do baseball once. Lost interest. Can't do it. Are you in like a celebrity death pool or something? You want to tell us about? Uh, George Clooney, surprisingly. Well, I would say good luck with that, but that would be very rude of me to Mr. Clooney. All right, but let's get to our uh, our wide receiver rankings since they are very, very deep this year. And, like, pretty much one through 50, like, they're all, they're all good guys. There's no guys I was, like, scratching my head for, like, do I want to put them up there? Like, they're all guys that yeah. you want to have rostered. All playable, right? You could yeah. see you could see forty through fifty in your flex spot come week six. It goes oh, yeah. it goes to show how much you need one of them earlier running backs because of what you could load up on in these wide mm-hmm. receivers. Yeah, this might be uh, look the last few years. Uh, well, it just worked. It helped that last year's wide receiver class wound up being really good. Like, very good. Um, and then this year's wide receiver class is supposed to be the best one since the Beckham, Evans, uh, Sammy Watkins class. So you're just getting a lot of fresh receivers that are sophomores and freshmen um, that are filling up these rankings. So this might be one of those years where, yeah, re- hitting running back early is a smart thing. Because let me tell you, after a few mock drafts, uh, I was getting to sixth, seventh round, and I was like, I do not want any of these running backs. But all these receivers look great, but I already have three, so what am I going to do kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. Let's... And we're doing tight end as well today, which, again, um, decently deep. I mean, there's about eight I feel comfortable with, which is good on a good year. I mean, the last like last year was, de- was good, was getting better. But like three years before that, it was like, oh, there's two to three tight ends I like. You remember the days when it was like Antonio Ertz Gates Kelsey. and no, remember the days when it was like Antonio Gates and uh, who the hell was that guy in the Falcons? Shit, Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez. No, it was another one before that. Oh my god, it was like it was really like three guys, and like after that, I was like, well, you might as well just stream whatever piece of shit, you know? Yeah, he's on another team. But that, I mean, there was a little bit of a time with Gronk and uh, Delaney and just, like, a bunch of names. Then, like, before Kittle came in, it was just Kelsey and then kind of Ertz. Eh. 
Then it was Kelsey Ertz Kittle last year, and then a few guys kind of just popped up last year that made it a little more strong of a class. The real thing is like which these which of these guys who pops up are they? Do they have staying power? Is the one yeah. that is the real thing? So we know it's you know we know that the the two have it, it or the three have it. It's the it's the rest. Can they repeat that success from last year? And sure. I know one has staying power. Well, we'll find out then when we yeah. uh, when we get to those rankings. But let's. Uh, right. You want to do those first? Or you want to roll with the wide receivers? Uh, I guess let's do wide receivers since that's the the main attraction. Wow. Throw right. the red meat out first. Yeah. Um, right. So I guess just to go by ten since uh, we got uh, multiple position groups to do. Uh, number one, Michael Thomas, obviously. Uh, any format doesn't matter. Number two, Tyreek Hill. Uh, three, Devontae Adams. I kind of like pause about putting him this high, but he's Aaron Rodgers basically only good target. And I don't know if they're going to run as much as they did last year. And I feel like Rodgers going to be a little bit of fuck you mode. So I feel like Devontae Adams is going to have a big year. Number four, Mike Evans. Five, DeAndre Hopkins. Six, Julio Jones. Even without the touchdown, still got to put him up there. Uh, number seven, Kenny Galladay. Even if Stafford gets hurt, um, which is very possible, he still... Very likely. Yeah, very likely. He still put up numbers with whatever David Blow backup they had uh, running out there. Uh, eight, Chris Godwin, the, the surprise... Breakout star of last year, number nine DK Metcalf, and number ten Amari Cooper. Wait, wait, wait! You have DK Metcalf number nine? Yeah. John, I like it. I mean, I don't have him in my top ten, but going bold and also he started taking over from Tyler Lockett the last five games or so, and just kept running with it in the playoffs. Wow, I have him so much further down. So I much like further down. Like that's that. that, like that going. Listen, was second year. He didn't really gain traction like until ha- at least like halfway, three quarters through the season. I feel like with him and Lockett, the Seahawks offense can break out. Uh, they'll just keep rolling through running backs. So I'm not really pumped about their running backs as much. But DK Metcalf, in especially in non PPR leagues, because he's just going to catch bombs. He's not gonna get you like eight catches, but he'll get you a seventy-yard catch. But that that I can't trust that as a top fifteen guy. I I have him, I have him crazy low. I'm I'm interested to see what Brian has DK Metcalf because that. Right. I mean, I mean, this is just an interesting top ten for John because it's all over the place. My top my ten is wildly different than his, which goes to show that in my mind there's a top one, a, then a two, and then there's. Four more guys that I, I like. There's so many tiers in my top ten that I in my head I put him in. I there's have... definitely a top one, and then to me there's definitely there's a definitely two. Yes. and then after that I had I I really struggled. I think you and I are going to be very much more similar than John. You know, I think John's out of the box thinking. I think we're more in like the mold of what we. I think I don't know. Just I don't know. Go you know go for it. All right, you want me to go next? Yeah. Okay. See, 
Now I'm now I'm questioning myself. Don't question yourself. Because, all right, all right, all right. I'll go. I'll go. Um, number one, Michael Thomas, pretty easy. Number two, Devonte Adams. He was my clear number two. Um, number three, DeAndre Hopkins struggled with it. Number four, Julio Jones. Uh, yeah, you know I'm just gonna go through them and then explain. Four Jones, five Tyreek Hill, six Chris Godwin, seven I can't quit him Odell Beckham. Come back here. I don't have my top five, so whatever. Eight, <laughs> eight Kenny Galladay, nine Mike Evans, ten Adam Thielen. Mostly because, so I'll start from ten and go backwards. Thielen was. Um, I looked at the guys below him, and I think at least five of them will have more points than Thielen. But then I also know Thielen like. I'm putting Thielen 10 because I think he'll finish 15, if you know what I'm saying. We're like guys below him. I don't know if they could finish 7 or 27. I get it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all about averages. Yeah. Le- so I, less of a risk factor. So I know Adam Thielen, if I pick him, um, he's not going to be under a wide receiver too. And a very good wide receiver too. A very just safe because, pick. Yeah, Diggs is gone. Um, he's just going to get a shit ton of targets. I officially have Godwin jumping Evans. Um, I guess we'll have to see with Brady, but I just think Godwin looked like the superior wide receiver last year. Evans still had that chemistry with Winston um, that I think was dragging him on a little bit more uh, than what he looked, but I just think Godwin looked like a better receiver, and that goes for routes, hands, every, just like the whole nine. Um, I'm with John on Galladay. I had a hard time putting Beckham ahead of him, but it's just that boom potential. I mean, that was his first down year, and it wasn't even a bad year. It's not like he had under a thousand yards, but that was the first down year of his career. So I'll give him another chance. I just wish he had like a, you know, like a Mahomes to throw to him. You know, like someone like sure. consistent. But cause... it's a diff- but we're getting rid of Freddie Kitchen, so that has to help. <laughs> Like that, it can't be worse than Freddie Kitchens. Um, but I think Galladay's the safer pick. But I like these top nine a lot. I'm very comfortable with this top nine. I mean, Tyreek Hill could finish one. You never know. Julio Jones is the safest of the top ten. That's why I have him four, if that makes sense. And then Hopkins at three. Uh, I mean, that spread offense is going to be throwing a lot. And I just think there's going to be a lot of volume there. So I'm per- I'm pretty comfortable with my top nine. Um and Thielen was just the safe pick to put ten. All right. Let me uh let me throw my ten in. And uh sorry, so number one obviously Michael Thomas. Number two, DeAndre Hopkins, number three, Tyreek Hill, number four, Julio Jones, number five, Chris Godwin, number six, Devontae Adams, number seven, Mike Evans, number eight, Kenny Galladay. Number nine, Adam Thielen, and number ten, Amare Cooper. Oh wow! So okay. I uh, thought I was going to be a little bit of an island with Kenny Galladay at seven, but apparently not. Look at you both doing Cooper in the top ten, and me not. After last year, I got torn apart for my Cooper draft, and I put Cooper at ten last year, I think. But look, and you guys were not happy with me. Things change <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm proud of you guys. I think it's nice that you changed. Um, and then, I mean, it's We're not like, we'll yeah, Cooper's not, far, Cooper's not far out in my top 10. So I'll just say that. But the thing I'm, all right, John, I'll agree with you. I think we're all pretty high in Galladay, which is good. I mean, 
Stafford's a very underrated quarterback. He throws for 5,000 yards every time he's healthy. And he loves Galladay. So, like, if Stafford stays healthy, I don't think there's a chance Galladay finishes outside the top 10. Even if he only, like, he, what did Stafford miss last year? Half the games? And Galladay yeah. still finished with almost 1,000 yards and, like, 80-something catches? I feel like he passed the thousand yards for sure. Uh, hold on, I have this. Got it up. Yeah, eleven. I have this almost twelve hundred yards. Look at that. I mean, an eleven touchdowns. If he could only do sixty-five receptions, but whatever. who cares? If if he can get Stafford for twelve, thirteen games, then I I see him. Yeah, definitely top ten, maybe even top five. So my biggest um, huh with you two is. I think your Devontae yeah, Adams is a little low. Well, I as that's the only. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, still a little low to me. No, still a little low, yeah. I, I'm really. I'm kind of uh, questioning Anthony why you have him so. Low. I guess he didn't have such an amazing season well, last no, year. He, but he, he got hurt a little bit last year, so that yeah. definitely hurt it. Uh, but my thing is, is I think Aaron Rodgers continue on the, is continuing to decline, and they have no other targets. So. Who are they going to? Everyone's going to be keying on Devontae Adams, and he's not a bad wide receiver. He's, he's one of the best. But I'm just worried that it's going to be a lot of tight coverage on him because there's no one else to throw to. So that I mean, that could be in his favor because he's going to get a lot of targets, but that could also be against him because he's going to get very strict coverage. Because name the number two wide receiver on the on the Packers. I think that's been his whole career, though. No, but I mean, I'm just saying, at least we knew like a name or two back, you know, two, three years ago. You know, three years ago it was Randall Cobb. Last year it was like Allison and some other random friggin' but guy. Like, I, how, like, how much did Randall Cobb take away from coverage uh, Devontae Ad- Adams on the outside? I'm sure he still took away, but, but you still have to keep someone honest by having, you know, people. Like, there's no one on the team. They, they, who, name the number two wide receiver. I'm just saying, like, you don't even know who they are. They're like a, a cashier last year. Like, who knows Alan, who they Alan are. Alan Lazard. Yeah, Lazard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. I just, that, that worries me for, like, when it comes to that. It just It just worries me. And again, the decline of Aaron Rodgers. It's, it just worries me. I see it as the only guy Aaron Rodgers fully trusts, and I think it's, I don't know. I, I think there's just too much volume. I mean, yeah, he had a thousand yards in twelve games last year. I look at the guys in front of him, and I would not want to take Adams over these five guys. I can't help. I'll, I'm going to tell you. All right, that's fine. I, I, you, you're wrong, but that's fine. I'm just kidding. We will find out at the end of the season. I hate you, and you're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on to 11 to 20. Yeah, all right. So uh, 11, Odell, 12, Adam Thielen. Again, very safe pick. If you pick him as at the end of what, the third round or fourth round, you'll be very happy with him. Uh, 13, my pick for the Chris Godwin breakout season where he goes from, like, everyone thinks he's pretty good to on the verge of superstardom, uh, Calvin Ridley. Uh, 14, Devontae Parker. 15, a bit of a risk, I feel like, but I'm banking on Big Ben being healthy, is uh, Juju. 16, our boy Keenan Allen, probably the lowest any of us have had him ranked in a while. 17, DJ Moore. 18, Allen Robinson. I really did not like putting him there but because of the quarterbacks, but kind of had to. 19, uh, my boy Cortland Sutton. 
and twenty Terry McLaurin. I've I've been seeing a lot of a lot of people putting uh, Allen Robinson in the top ten, and I think that's absolutely really? ridiculous. It is madness, and I understand he had a good season last year, but we don't know what the fuck that quarterback situation is going to be like. It it's it, it, like they literally said. Some uh, Nagy said something really shitty about Trubisky. He's like, I don't even know if he's getting better or like looking good. Like it was some really shitty comment. It's like, well, I think Foles is going to be the starter. But yes, and if Foles is a starter, it helps. But I just don't trust so, that offense. I just okay. don't trust it. And all right, well then you're not going to like my rankings. I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Allen Robinson's like number eleven for you. Like, yeah, but I'm saying like, out, like I know he's good. I know he should be up in the top. 20 or like 24 like a wide receiver two at least but like putting his name there and just thinking about that offense and what they did last year and how they didn't really do anything besides add tight ends it it just like it worries me it's, it's one of those guys where i would probably like i pick Cortland Sutton and terry mclaren who i rank below him i probably pick them over him yeah i mean that, that's just because like like in my mind, I might overthink it. Cortland Sutton just has too much competition this year. While he was the only person on that team last year, yeah. Like yeah, that's I mean, what scares me—not the player he is, but like they drafted three wide receivers. One of them was a top three in a in a really strong class. They got Melvin Gordon. They have Noah Fant on his yeah. second year, and he looked good his first year. And tight ends always get more of their second year. Like there's just so much but, to go around. And he Drew Locke had, has to go be the person to do it. Yeah, that, that's uh, I true. I mean, Drew Locke, like he was, he was. I I think better than people gave him credit for. And also, sure, for, but are they going to? But throw, for like six, are they going to throw it the entire game? I mean, probably not. But like for like uh, six games, Drew Locke was injured, and they had other shitty, shittier quarterbacks in too. I'm not knocking Drew Locke. I'm just saying I don't know if their game plan is going to... Well, maybe it is because they picked three wide receivers. Maybe their game plan is going to be... To throw the yeah, ball up. Yeah. That thin air. Just bombing out. Um, all right. All right. Did I not hear Bob Woods in your top 20? Yeah, I didn't hear Bob Woods. There's no Bob Woods. Oh, wow. God. I'm very upset. All right. That's crazy. I'm, I was upset about a couple of things, but I'll just let it slide. All right. Again, top 20 is just like, it's, I thought our top 10 was discombobulated with each other, but our top 10, our top 20 is even just as bad. I get, I guess Bob Woods' downfall is he almost scored no touchdowns last year. Yeah, and again, he Julio Jones did. But yeah, he Julio Jones did, but he just can't get 1,600 <laughs> yards the way Julio Jones can. He still had over 1,000 yards, right? Like, yeah, 11, 34, 90 receptions. So there you go. Like, that's a good PPR, you know. And I think he's getting better every year. He weirdly. is. He is. He's such a good um, receiver. Yeah, he's only 28, so, like, he's entering his receiver prime. All right, I don't have to. I'll just put him, I'll say him in my rankings. So, uh, number 11, Allen Robinson. Ah, boo! <laughs> 98 receptions, 1,147 yards, 7 touchdowns. Pretty good year Wait, behind Wait, 98 team. receptions and only 1,100 yards? That is some dink and dunk bullshit. Ugh. Ugh, whatever. That's, that's a good fantasy season. Some, same amount of yards as Amari Cooper. It's the best he'll ever get. more receptions. The, Give me that PPR. It's the best he'll ever get. It's going to get all downhill from here. All right, with fault that you know what, agree to disagree. Well, all right, most fantasy points. I'll take Amari Cooper over Allen Robinson. 
Sure. Do it. Lock it up. Let's do it. What was, is that our first arbitrary bet? No, yeah, se- the second. first one was, Brian, you had Nick Foles, Anthony had Minshew. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice. I, feel like I, I feel like I win these things often, these arbitrary bets. I, I, I feel like we forget about them at the end of the season. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> um, I was looking so good on my – I think we did Cooper Cup versus – it wasn't Bob Woods. It was. I think we did uh, – No, it was Bob Woods. No, who's the other one? Why can't I remember? Brandon his name? Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I think we did Cup versus Cooks. There's no end. way I would ever do Cooks versus Cup. All right, so Allen Robinson, <laughs> very good year in a very very bad offense. Um, I don't know. It has to get better. So I think he'll have about the same year. Amara Cooper, number twelve, so he's not far down. Thirteen, Bob Woods. Okay. Bob Woods is like just the. One safe level below Adam Thielen. Like, you know what you're getting with him. 90 receptions, 1,100 yards. And then you're just hoping he falls into the end zone more than twice. I mean, look, I'm over under five touchdowns for Bob Woods. I'm taking the over. Right? And if that's if that's the case, then he justifies a number 13 ranking. Yep. Um, 14, A.J. Brown. 15, D.K. Metcalf. The Young Bucks. 14 and 15. I had a very hard time which one to put first. 16, Juju. Um, like John said, if it's all based on Ben. Juju could be a top 10. If Ben stays healthy all year, what are the chances of that? Who knows? 17, Tyler Lockett. Our poor, our poor boy. 18, Keenan Allen. Falling so low because he doesn't have rivers. 19, Devontae Parker, my boy this year. I'm back on the Devontae train after riding it for a few years. Um, crashing and burning, jumping off, probably breaking both of my legs, had to rehab for a while, and I'm ready to jump back on the train. Now nah, you just, uh, you just and, fell on Albert Wilson. He, uh, he broke your fall. <laughs> yep. And then 20, DJ Moore. Just because I'm not, I, I don't, He's the number one in an offense I don't like. I am but I still so, like DJ Moore. I am so low on DK Metcalf. You guys are going to yell at me. But crazy low. Like crazy low. Um, but that's just how I feel. Anyway, um, I'll get to it. Uh, 11, Odell Beckham. I actually thought about putting him a little bit higher. But it really hurt last season because I had him on multiple teams. Um he gets but one... did it really hurt because he was in the top, like, everybody's picking him in the top five of receivers, and he just didn't justify that? Yeah, it hurt every year, every week. It hurt when I watched Jarvis Landry get seven receptions and Odell get three. Like, it was just, know, it was, but... it was painful. It, I'm it... saying, though, he still had over a thousand yards, and I mean, the four touchdowns is absolutely absurd. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to and... only have four touchdowns. No, I know, but I'm just saying it hurt, which is why I'm, I'm giving him another opportunity as an, at number 11. Number 12. Again, as you guys mentioned, he could be a top 10, Juju Smith. Uh, mainly, it's all due to Big Ben being healthy and looking good. Uh, two years ago. Worst backup situation in football. Yeah, uh, the Steelers, in my opinion. Yeah, probably. Um, I'd have to look into it further, but yeah, probably. Uh, 13, DJ Moore. I like what I saw from him last year, and hopefully Bridgewater does something good. Uh, for the well, Actually, I mean... Personally, I hope he does terrible as a Saints fan, but, you know, I think he's going to do all right. Uh, 14, Keenan Allen. I am not falling on Keenan Allen. I don't care if he has no Phillip Rivers. He's our boy, and he stays there. And 
To back up the other boy is Robert Woods at 15 because the boys stick together. So I have 14 and 15, Keenan Allen, Robert <laughs> Woods. Together. Uh, 16, uh, Allen Robinson trying to be one of the boys, trying to latch on to the boys. Not going to work out, though. Um, although 17, I think I actually might move him in front of Allen Robinson. Uh, Calvin Ridley, who John mentioned, looking really good and might really break out this season on an offense that was fantastic. Uh, 18, Cooper Cup. 19, Cortland Sutton. And number 20, I'm... Slowly trying to, you know, I may be walking to the station to run that uh, Devontae Parker train. So. I like it. That's what I'm talking about. So when you're looking at these 11 through, for me, I'm going to go down to 23. 11 to 23. I just don't feel much difference in my rankings, at least, the way I put mine. Maybe you feel different the way you had your rankings. But in mine, like, A.J. Brown, or I can't get to my 23 yet, but A.J. Brown or D.J. Moore, Keenan Allen or Tyler Lockett, D.K. Metcalf or, or but this Amari is, Cooper. This is, why, like, this is why all three of ours are so different. Because it is like a 11 can be a 19, and a 19 can be a 20, you know, like a 23, and a 15 mm-hmm. can be a, you know, like, it's all over the place. It's so, it it's so, spread. it's just not... There's no There's clear so lines. many wide receiver twos. There's just such like a boom of wide receiver twos this year. You can really go if you have like top picks and you can get an RB RB and have like a, like two clear cut number one RBs. You could just load up on wide receiver twos and wide yeah. receiver threes and like have a stacked team. Yeah. Oh yeah. If my if my team consists of Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, and Devontae Parker, like. No, are, are any of those like a one going into the season? Probably not, but I guarantee one of them is going to be a one at the end of the season. And and then with that, with, if you have those wide receivers, you most likely have like a Saquon Barkley or a you know yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, and then probably another good like running back to go with that. Like so, like you're you're stacked. It's just it's really it's really deep this season with wide receivers. Really deep. Sure is, man. Anybody from anybody you guys want to talk about? It kind of gets hard for us to do this. Anybody you want to talk about? Because we're so uniform in our quarterbacks and running backs that, like, the guy you might want to talk about hasn't even been mentioned by me or yeah, vice versa. It's it is pretty crazy. Um, no, I mean, like we've we've gone through the guys who. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about when I get to him one guy, but. Um, I mean, did you guys? I, I well, the names being thrown out. Do you guys have Cooper Cup in your top twenty? I didn't. I no. hated the way he finished the season last year. I just, I just can't see the Rams' offense being as anemic as they were last season. And now with Brandon Cooks gone, there's gonna be, you know, I think more opportunity. I mean, not like he's like he takes those routes away from Cup, but I just think there's gonna be more targets. Four Cup and Woods, and you know, not like they don't, they don't get a shitload as it is. Um, I, I think it's going to help both of them with Cooks gone. I yeah, really do. I, look, I don't like this. I don't dislike Cup. He's not far out of side of my top twenty um, at all. And I like my twenty to twenty. I like my twenty to thirty a lot. Um, but there is like games at the end of the season. He's putting up one point, two point, zero point. It was real bad. Like, it was real bad. I can't trust you if you're not even getting ca- like a couple catches a game. I, I just can't believe it's going to be this season, though. I really can't. But 
But it, I mean, it is scary. Jared Goff going to support two top wide receiver two guys? I I like, think he is, can. Yeah, good. Like I know it's Sean McVay. Like, but that offense at the end, even with Sean McVay, like the only thing is they didn't have Todd Gurley healthy. That was the problem. Like all their wide receivers were good. Uh, Jared Goff was still playing, and they didn't do you know down the stretch. They were pretty bad. I I get it. And look, I I'd, I'd much rather target Rob, uh, Bob Woods over Cup. So like if, if I have the opportunity, I'm going to grab him and not have to worry because I wouldn't wouldn't take both of them. But uh, you know, it I just can't see that offense being as anemic as they were at the end of last season. You can't, yeah. cannot. But I mean, if Bob Woods starts getting the touchdowns that Cooper Cup would get, then it's not even close. Well, I mean, them. that's why Woods is on uh, my top fifteen. Yeah, I mean, Cup. Cup. That's the one thing you have to like about Cup is he is a, such a solid red zone guy, which makes yeah. so little sense to me because he's like the opposite of everything you think about a red zone guy. But he, golf just loves him there. Hey, and, and look, he still had a really good year, but it's it's just deceiving. I guess we shouldn't let um, the recent history of the last couple games solve because he had ninety four catches. 1161 yards and 10 touchdowns i mean you look at that you compare it to our top 15 you're like well yeah he he's probably in our top 10 ranking he's better than a lot of people season wise but the thing is if you just remember the first like eight weeks how he started it was like he was like like the wide receiver three overall or something it was and then he just like fell off a cliff yep so that's what i'm saying like can't you know you can't just live on those last few games. I think they're gonna get it right, and I think he'll be back to where he was, you know, earlier in the in the earlier part of the last season. Sure, but like we said, I don't. I think up to my twenty three is where I'm so comfortable with any of these guys as a top wide receiver too, and then my twenty fourth is my sleeper of the year. So, Ooh. Okay. yeah, All right. yeah. All right, let's get to let's get that into it. Section yeah. of our list then. Uh, 21, Tyler Lockett, 22, A.J. Brown, 23, D.J. Chark, 24, Bob Woods, our boy. boy wow, Woods, uh, he is not your boy. He is not your boy at that ranking. Just saying, not your boy. Whatever. Uh, 25, A.J. Green, 26, Will Fuller. I grouped the often injured guys together. <laughs> um, maybe he'll get a full season between them. Maybe. Uh, 27, T.Y. Hilton. 28, Stefan Diggs, 29, uh, Marvin Jones, and 30, Cooper Cup. Wow. We are all wow, over the Cooper place. Cooper Cup at 30. That's crazy. Still a good 20 to 30. I yeah. mean, there's some like, names I'm just excited to have there. Yeah, like all those guys, like there's a good mix of um, like your, your young guys, your consistent guys, and then the guys that can just go off for 30 points in a game and win you a week. John, have you said Scary Terry yet? Yeah, he was my number 20. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say. That was your boy last year. All right. Well, I'll do my 10. We could discuss everything um, after Anthony. I'll, I'll just do a couple comments. 21, Calvin Ridley. I feel what you guys are saying. I feel a little low on him, but I just didn't know who to bump in my top 20. I was thinking maybe Lockett or uh, Allen, but I felt weird doing that because of their history. Um Cooper Cup, 22. Again, get what Anthony's saying. Cortland Sutton, 23. A very good receiver, just uh, 
a lot of competition, but I'd still be, feel very comfortable. Then my sleeper of the year, uh, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, at 24, you know, Rivers' throat slings it, man. And T.Y. was playing with Brissett last year, more of a game manager, and someone's going to benefit with Rivers the way he likes to take chances. This dude, he's at the end of the, his career. He's not going to get safer now. He's just going to continue to just chuck it. Um, T.Y. could have a big bounce back. I'm with Scary you. Terry, 25. DJ Chark, 26. Stephon Diggs, 27. AJ Green, 28. Paired with Tyler Boyd at 29. And then Michael Gallup at 30. All right, I'll, uh, I'll roll through and then we can have a quick talk. I got 21, Tyler Lockett, 22, T.Y. Hilton. I'm with you on that. I love T.Y. Hilton this year. Uh, 23, A.J. Brown, 24, Jarvis Landry, 25, Scary Terry, 26, D.K. Metcalf. There he comes. Uh, 26, right. 27, D.J. Chark, D.K. and D.J. next to each other. Uh, 28, Julian Edelman, 29, A.J. Green, and 30, Brandon Cooks. My biggest takeaway is A.J. Brown for you, too. Too low, huh, for you? Yeah, I just wonder why. I just don't trust – I don't yet trust Tannehill. I I saw it half a season. Uh, He is a good receiver. I like what A.J. Brown does. I'm just worried about the running, and it's going to be 35 times rushed. And maybe like twenty to you know fifteen to twenty throws a game. I really don't think that's that's going to be a passing offense, and it just worries me about the amount mm-hmm. of targets that he's going, the opportunities he's going to get. And once they hit the red zone and close to the, you know, five yards in, ten yards in, it's going to be the Derrick Henry show. Sure. Uh, so I guess there's different ways to look at this. He's a rookie, so it took him a little while to get started. I mean, he's having these monster games every now and then, and then having goose eggs. Then the last six games of the season, it was like top five fantasy player, not just receiver. The dude was nuts. Um, and then the playoffs, he kind of shrunk a little. So I'm kind of just taking the aggregate all of that and <laughs> saying, like, I think he's a top 15 guy because he's going to, like, ebb and flow a little for still being young, but his talent level is just so insanely high. The problem is, like, looking at the players in front of him, for me, who I ranked, it's just hard to discount what they've done and what they bring to the table as well you know and with the ty hilton like i want him to stay healthy in the worst way because you're right rivers is just gonna sling it and it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be great so yeah yeah same thing with aj brown for me uh i just wanted to highlight dj chark just because he's really good i just don't trust that offense no. I understand. We, I mean, we still have him in the top. Do we all have him in the top 25? 20, 23, yeah. Oh, I have him 26, sorry. Oh, so I have him 27. So it's, it was just like, in my mind, it's just like going back and forth. Like, he's by far their best option. That offense, I don't trust at all. That quarterback, I don't really trust at all. But if... He did it with that, that quarterback, though. Like he had a know, good season he, last he, year he with, did Minshew. with Minshew. A lot. I think Minshew Mania ran his course, though. I think the league will figure out his scrambling ways. Yeah, I agree with you. That's my biggest concern about Minshew is I think there was maybe just like a there was a cap on how good he could be, and that was 
surprising for the first five weeks. I'm holding out on Minshew. I'm holding out. But, um, yeah, I, I, I see, like, of all the sophomores, for me, I think I see A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf as, like, a full rung ahead of Sutton, Mc, Scary Terry, and D.J. Chark. But I love I like all five of those. I think it's really cool that um, there's five sophomore receivers that all look great. And yeah. then I guess you could – is Michael Gallup a sophomore or a junior? Uh, I believe junior. I believe uh, – okay. All right. Well, there's still five. Fact check um, me on that one. <laughs> there's still five that look really good. Uh, so it's nice new wide receiver class. Let's see. Yep. Yeah. He's a, he is a junior. He doesn't check that one. But um, the one thing I want to say before we move on uh to the thirty to forty uh is John. I think Will Fuller. Um, yeah. He that the reason he just can't stay healthy. Like the talent, you see it game yeah. when he plays i just there's no way i could rank him that high knowing that i'm gonna get like two games out of him and what two games am i gonna play him that he's gonna do no i i just i can't trust it which is why i why i put brandon cooks higher knowing that at least i'm gonna get you know hopefully 16 games out of cooks or close to it with uh you know watson throwing him the ball and also yeah, cooks unfortunately has the uh the concussion stuff though so the yeah. season could end at any time of course. I mean, but just, it seems just so much easier for Will Fuller to get hurt. Like, just walking like his dog or some shit. You know, like. Yeah, he has so many soft tissue injuries, I feel like. It, it's really painful to watch, like, how good he can be and then just. Yeah. Also, I may or may not be a little bit salty because I bet I didn't play him like the 50. <laughs> Still won that week, but. Well, let's just say if you, if you pick him high. And he happens to have a healthy season. It's a league changer. So that's that's the like sexiness of a Will Fuller. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, is Tyler Boyd gonna be a league changer? I don't league changer. Probably not. You're just getting a low end wide receiver two, very high end wide receiver three. Um, but Will Fuller, Fuller can be that. Yeah. No, it's true. I just, you know, guys can't. I mean, do look, it. we all have AJ Green in our top thirty. When's the last time that guy has put together a full season? That is also true. And he's much older. But he's put together more healthy seasons than Will Fuller has. Oh, he should. <laughs> so I'll give him that. And also, like, he was a top six, seven receiver at his peak. I mean, I think even higher than that. Yeah, I sure. think he, yeah, probably even higher than that. I mean, he was going first round drafts in. You know, five years right. ago, six years ago. Yeah, he he had, I'd say, four really solid years in a row. Sometimes I think he's a little overrated on his, like, I think people look back at him as, like, something he probably wasn't. I mean, so I just think because he started his career so well. Like, he had a thousand over a thousand yards his rookie year. Yeah. Then he had 1,350 with 11 touchdowns. Uh, 1,426 with 11, then 1,000 yards with 6, 1,300 with 10. That's really good. And then that's when when he that's when he kind of started going downhill on the games and didn't really ever get back to that peak. So, so he had three very good years and one above average year, mm, yeah. all in a four-year period. And you want to know what's funny? He's actually older than Des Bryant. 
I I don't know why that seems what? funny. Yeah, he's wow. he's 32 and Des Bryant's 31. Doesn't seem like that's true, but it is. And he's still, in my mind, they have very similar career. They do have very similar careers. Wow, Des Bryant, another three really solid year. Des Bryant maybe had a higher ceiling, but not as high of a floor. I don't know. I mean, Adrian Adrian Green's ceiling was pretty similar to I think Des Bryant's in yardage and touchdowns. Like it, it's not that far. Des I mean, Bryant they, they was a better there. red zone guy for sure. I think Des Bryant was a better red zone. I mean, he has Des Bryant had. Um, all right. He had three, three solid. He years. had three solid seasons in a row, and like that was pretty much it before yeah. the injuries hit. He had thirteen eighty two with twelve touchdowns, twelve thirty three with thirteen touchdowns, and then thirteen twenty with sixteen. So his top three years definitely was like a little higher than AJ Green's, but other than those three years, he never topped a thousand yards. Only in the touchdowns. I mean, fourteen twenty six with eleven touchdowns is nothing to go. You know, like. And ninety eight oh, rece- and ninety eight hey. receptions. I mean, that's but that was two thousand thirteen. So he, you know, yeah. Neither, neither of them have ever hit the hundred reception mark. Um, but AJ Green has a couple more thousand yard years mm-hmm. on his resume. He does, yes, he does. But you know, that's you know, uh, I, the talents. I if it's still there, you know, having him as a maybe a number three would be pretty nice. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and you know, that's why. That's that's why I want Odell. I mean, his first three years blow out of the water. Both of those guys, and that's just his first three. You better hope he, he can just, keep it. Better hope he, he just, can keep it up. He was just snake bitten last year with Freddie Kitchens. We'll see. We'll see. Um, also, does Brian try out with the Ravens? Yeah, that didn't happen. I mean, it happened, uh, but he he left with another contract. So, uh, okay. Yeah, what happened? Like, is do you think it's just the foot problems were so bad it just really pushed him down a step speed wise and he just and can't then, really recover well, from well, that? Well, and then he tore his ACL, um, ACL or Achilles. One of the one of the either or Achilles or his ACL when he was trying to you know when he signed with the Saints. So like that doesn't help either. You know, being now thirty one years old with foot problems and then other leg problems, it's just stuff to recover from. Yeah. So, anyway, all right. I want to move on to thirty to thirty. I mean, thirty-one to forty. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thirty-one. Jarvis Landry. Thirty-two. Uh, Michael Gallup. It's like he's gonna get less coverage, but there's just the addition of uh, C.D. Lamb is gonna make it tougher him to get better than last year. Uh, 33, Golden Tate. 34, Marquise Brown. 35, Jerry Judy. 36, Alan Lazard. 37, Darius Slayton. 38, Emmanuel Sanders. 39, C.D. Lamb. And uh, 40, Larry Fitzgerald. The one that stands out to me is, uh, well, Fitz and Golden Tate. I feel like it's pretty high. Pretty high? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like he's a PPR. Like, Every PPR, he's always, as long as he's healthy, he's always near the top. I feel like the Giants' offense is going to have to get score a lot of points every week because their defense sucks, and they're going to be throwing a lot. So, And Daniel Jones is not afraid to sling it. 
and he was what their their high uh, their prize free agent guy from last year. <laughs> so they're, so like they're not gonna just forget about him. I don't know, man. I I that I think that's a little bit too high. I think there's other other giant receivers that need to be ranked what? above. I did Darius Slayton thirty seven. You were getting a beer. I um yes, I was getting a beer. Um, I think that's good. That's closer to what I have, but I think you, I think you, uh, I don't know. I just think that's too high for Golden Tate. I think he has a very, like a very finite ceiling. Well, it offense. is weird because I do. I have three Giants in my top fifty, and they're all lower than thirty-five. So they have a very weird offense where it's just like a bunch of wide receiver threes. They have three wide receiver threes on that offense. I mean, pretty much. I guess I pretty much had the same exact thing. Just I have Tate the lowest. Yeah, same. Um, Jarvis Landry, what a 31 he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just yeah. the perfect spot for him. Like, he's just that guy every year, I feel like. I used to love Jarvis Landry. I was like, yeah, he did. I remember it was like five years ago. I was, I was, on, I was like the damn fucking engineer of that Jarvis Landry fucking bandwagon train and, uh, never paid off the way it was supposed to. And, uh, I'm never You're obsessed. I'm not snake bitten enough from him though that I drop him low. I still have him twenty four. I still like what he does. He's still a fantastic receiver. But the thing that always made me laugh is like, um, if you need six yards, Jarvis Landry will get you eight yards. If you need ten yards, Jarvis Landry will get you eight yards. It's always yeah. like that's like that one of the funniest things I've ever seen uh heard about a receiver. So um but he's he's good. I mean I think around the he, he's the perfect wide receiver three slash oh, yeah. flex. Receiver. Oh, if I had him Especially in a wide receiver PPR. three, I'd be very excited. Very excited. The wide I just think three. he is a wide receiver. He Jarvis Landry is the premier wide receiver three in fantasy football. Like <laughs> five years running, and he's I, you know, I feel comfortable with him on my team. Now I just want to look up AJ uh, Jarvis Landry. I was looking at AJ Green, Jarvis Landry stats. Now I just want to look him up just because like he had a pretty good last year. Yeah. Year last year, he didn't have a good 2018. He actually had a really. I mean, he good... He didn't have a bad 2018. But I mean, he didn't have a great 2018. He had 83 receptions for 1174 and six touchdowns. Like that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. And he had two bad seasons, or up, no, actually not even two bad seasons. He had 112 receptions in 2017. But uh, for how many yards? 987. <laughs> <laughs> that, that blows my mind. Um, nine touchdowns though. But uh, yeah, he's always around. He's never had less than eighty-one receptions in a season. Um, Last year was kind of a Julio Jones year for him, though, because I had him on my team and I watched a lot of Browns games, and he had some huge games. He and did, some, yeah, them down. Some, but that was the he was the that was the Browns offense, though. The Browns was just so a what, what, what an enigma that fucking offense was last year. You never knew what the fuck they were gonna do. As long as they're not the. Uh, one of the worst teams in the red zone again this year. Like all their all their players are going to get a boost in stats. They just never yeah. did what you wanted them to do in the red zone. Yeah. And now it's going to be throw it to Austin Hooper. That's pretty. It was good. always like, oh, we're in, we're within the five yard line. Bring in the backup running back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Five straight up the middle. Ex- excuse me. Bring it. You have Chubb, and then you have. Beckham and or the, Landry. It's like, let's bring in the backups. <laughs> or the backup tight end. Who was the guy? that Wasn't he the, John's favorite guy? Was it like Ricky Seals-Jones? Wasn't that oh, like... Oh, yeah. It's like bringing it's Ricky Seals-Jones for a touchdown. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, what is going on here? It was terrible. It was an awful offense. Um, all right. Did, uh, did you, you didn't do your uh, 31 to 40, right? 
No, no. All right. All right. 31, Julian Edelman. Gentlemen. 32, Jarvis Landry. 33, Will Fuller. Again, sexy, but could could be too sexy. He gets injured. 34, Brandon Cooks. 35, Marquise Brown. I feel like they're ha- – I don't know. That's the wide receiver one there. He had a decent year as a rookie. Let's put him in there. 36, John Brown. So we've got the Browns. 37, Marvin Jones. Kind of like uh, – Kind of a safe pick at this point, Marvin Jones. A, a really safe flex pick. Uh, 38, Darius Slayton. 39, Henry Ruggs, my first rookie. And then followed by another rookie, 40, Jerry Judy. Oh, wow. I actually paired them together but way back. I just It's tough to trust rookies for me. This uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, I guess I just saw how much, they were, like, how much I liked them last year. That, the rookies, that is. Makes sense. Um, That's fair. All right, let me roll through and we'll just talk. Um, 31, Michael Gallup. 32, Tyler Boyd. 33, Stefan Diggs. 34, Sterling Shepard. 35, Emmanuel Sanders. 36, Marquise Brown. 37, Christian Kirk. 38, Will Fuller. 39, Jamison Crowder. There you go, John. And uh, and 40, Darius Slayton. So, okay. so, like, we all have two Giants receivers in this area. So, yeah. going with the all... Wide receiver three, basically. Look, when you when you, like we, I, I will say, look, our top, even our top twenty was greatly, um, like diverse or like you know different, whatever. Um, yeah, it's twenty twenty after. But all. even, like, when you get further down, and you're talking about anywhere from thirty to fifty, or even twenty five to fifty, it's going to range very like far from who people are picking because at this point you're like. There's no way everyone's gonna be on board with, like, like I have Emmanuel Sanders at 35. I'm I don't even know if you guys even ranked Emmanuel Sanders. Like I, I did him at 38. So like, sorry, I missed that. I was getting a beer. Um, so, I have him coming. So I'm saying like it's just it's just so t- difficult to rank these guys and like everyone be on board with the same. You know, like it's gonna be very different. Just you know, people know like it's not ever gonna be. For sure. My question mark for you is um, at Tyler Boyd. Pretty low. What do you have? Oh, I have him lower. I have him 29. Oh, well, I guess for both of them. I mean, I'm 32. I'm three spots lower. You can't get, you know, yell at me uh, for three spots. Wait, where did John have him? John hasn't uh, even ranked him yet. In my next group. Yeah. Okay, so then John. John's, John's, the <laughs> John's too busy ranking all the uh, Golden Tate over here. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Rookie quarterback, like rebuilding team. Coach has been there for one year. Like it's just, I think it's a lot to ask for. I think this is the best Bengals team we're gonna get in like the past three, four years. Like I think this oh, yeah. is yeah. this. That's, that's I'm excited. Lot, yeah, I'm, I'm a little high on the Bengals. Yeah, I'm like this is like this is it. This is the Bengals moving on up. I mean, they did beat the Jets last year, so they got to be pretty good. I just heard crickets. Literally heard crickets. Yeah. Or my career is that loud. It's <laughs> pretty I mean, good. It could be me. I'm I am in Shimon, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, you're out in the fucking sticks. Man. I do have the windows open sitting right next to him, so it could be. Oh my god. I almost got hit by a bat while I was cleaning my pool. <laughs> <laughs> like no joke. It That's blew, funny. Like, six inches in front of my face. I was like, oh hey bat. Nice. Trying to get you that direct uh, coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got some bats too for you. Maybe he's just trying to get me the uh, antibodies. Oh, maybe. 
Very nice but, hat. But yeah, the, anyways, the weather the past week has been gorgeous. I mean, yeah, the weather has been fantastic. The best weather. So no, no rookies for you two yet. But uh, I'm I almost. had CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy in my 30 to 40. Okay, never mind. I, did we all just like zone out when John said his picks? Well, for them, I had a, wow. I, I had, I had a real, I, I had a really appreciate. Wait a minute, <laughs> I had a real excuse. I literally walked away to, to fill up my my beer. Like I don't know what the fuck you were doing, Brian. Like you. <laughs> I was shooting for all. It, it, it takes beer. <laughs> all right, all right. You two stall a little, John. Or John, read your forty-one to fifty, because I'm gonna go get a beer. <laughs> John, why don't you read through your thirty to forty again? <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. Go, go, go forty. Right. Go forty-one to fifty. Uh, forty-one, Julian Edelman. Uh, forty-two, Brandon Cooks. Forty-three, Tyler Boyd. Forty-four, Christian Kirk. Forty-five, John Brown. Uh, Brian's boy. Forty-six, Alshon Jeffrey. I was very. Very conflicted about that because I couldn't rank him. He might be what you didn't rank him. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Couldn't rank. I mean, I, he's so I, good. He's going to miss the first couple of games of the season, probably. Who's this? Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I didn't even rank him. Oh yeah, I didn't rank him either because he makes me so bad. <laughs> uh, but he'll he'll. I mean, he'll finish a top fifty guy. Yeah. I also I also achieved one of my. Um, grown adults goals life goals of having a garage beer fridge nice oh, that's, that's good. i have a basement beer fridge so i'm up there not the same i mean i also have a fucking kegerator so shut up uh wait john finish your 50 <laughs> all right uh 47 wait wait wait, 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 wait. Well, can you start can you start at the top <laughs> all right go ahead john go quickly through right. 40 go go again 41 julian edelman 42 brandon cooks 43, Tyler Boyd. 44, Christian Kirk. 45, John Brown. 46, Alshon Jeffrey. 47, Jameson Crowder. 48, Kenny Stills. 49, Sterling Sterling Shepard. And 50, uh, Brashad Perryman. So I'm surprised you didn't rank Robbie Anderson in the top 50. He was he was going to be like 51. <laughs> I mean, also Cooks pretty low. Yeah, actually I think the lowest of all your your of that top 50 was Julian Edelman. I had him in the top 30. Like, why did I, you honest, I kind of forgot about him for a while, but then I was like, "Oh shit." So you just fucking <laughs> I I just kind of inserted him into there. I mean, you know you can I, it's your I'm list, you can move. I'm not feeling him. I mean, look, I I look like three years ago, he was a top fifteen wide receiver. People were drafting him as that, as such. Um, I think moving him around to thir- around thirty, I think, is where he's at. Like a low end, like a high end wide receiver three, right? Like, or like a low end wide receiver I, I, yeah, two. Yeah, I don't know about him. I mean, I still have him thirty one, but I don't know. He scares me. That the change in that offense scares me. Where I just think it could just be somebody completely different. Like I, I think he could. I don't know. Just I think he could. He has the potential of disappearing. It's it's possible. And it's was there, what was their rookie last year? The Enkeel. Enkeel. Yeah, Enkeel Harry. Yeah. I mean, look, we don't know what to think of with Cam Newton at quarterback. There, it's a weird saying that. Um, or Jared Stidham. It's not going to be Jared Stidham. Uh, <laughs> but like, I just I cannot, in good conscience, 
move him too far down yet because of what he has produced in the past, what, eight years? You know? And Yeah, well, he is getting old. And what he can produce with Jared Stidham. You're ridiculous. <laughs> You're ridiculous. By the way, Landshark, I, do, I, enjoy, I saw you drinking that. I do enjoy that beer. Haven't had a Landshark in a while. Look, even last year. I'm glad you approve. Even last year, he had 100 receptions for 1,100 yards and six touchdowns. Like, yeah, it's pretty damn good. I think he at least gets 90 receptions um, with Stidham. So, <laughs> you're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I mean, look, he's not going to be, he's not going to be a top, he's not going to be a top 15, 20 guy, but I could see him being a 30 to 35. That's why I have him 28. Because, you know, push him like one or two higher. Sure. All right. Do your, uh, get through your 41 to 50. All right. I'm not sure if this guy's going to start the season. And is it the same guy we were talking about? Debo Samuel, 41. Sterling Shepard, 42. CeeDee Lamb, 43. Emmanuel Sanders, 44. Deontay Johnson, 45. Obviously, depending on Ben. 46, Golden Tate. Preston Williams, 47. I think that offense now, you know, can support two wide receivers. 48, Jamison Crowder. 49, Deshaun Jackson, who looked unbelievable in the two games he played last season. We know that's what he did, but that's what's going to happen again this year. He'll get two, three games at him before he gets hurt or starts yelling oh, racial slurs. I know, I know, but who knows? What, what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? <laughs> what if him and Will Fuller make it a season? Um what if 50 was actually really hard because there's a bunch of guys who are like yeah i draft this guy at the very end of the draft i was but i narrowed it down between brashad perryman and mccall hardman and i picked hardman because uh i don't want john to be happy <laughs> i mean that's, i mean that's fair i don't want the jets to be happy. is it, is it fair that he picked mccall hardman or is it fair he doesn't want you to be happy just as a jets fan not okay. I mean, listen, it's been 10 years. It's never going to happen. I, I've already resigned myself to the fact we're not making the playoffs in the next five years anyway. So. Wow, that's that's really upsetting. It doesn't matter. Well, I, I feel like you're a year away from being a year away. They're always a year away from being a year away. No, nah, I think as long as Gase is around, we're at least two years away from being a year away. Cause two years away year, from being two years away? This year is the year that we fire Gase, and then next year you have the rookie head coach, and then the second year the rookie head coach makes Oh. The the There's, Knicks model, except yeah. it never it never makes the playoffs, <laughs> and you move down in the draft lottery. <laughs> and you have nothing to show for it. At least there's no draft lottery in the NFL. I so. hate the draft lottery. I will say. I think it's so stupid. I will say, without fail, always talk about the Knicks. Without fail. In this podcast. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, when they drop from 6 to eight, 8 and go to the last spot in the of the teams that didn't make the uh, bubble. It's ridiculous. Um, they they had a higher chance of of winning the lottery and for the top three, than falling back to eight. That's how snake bitten they are. It's whatever. What you know? What whatever. Any of these guys where you think could have a breakout and jump into a top twenty position? Is there anybody in these ten that we picked? Well, can that, I can I can I, can I say my oh, ten? <laughs> Uh, I guess so. All right. Uh, 41. I said 10 twice, so I kind of was counting both of them. Oh, okay. I, uh, 41, I actually, we, we are with the same, Debo Samuel. Uh, 42, I have Deontay Johnson. 43, John Brown. 44 is my first rookie, Justin Jefferson. 45, Golden Tate. 
46, Robbie Anderson. 47, Preston Williams. I agree with you, Brian. I think that could have two wide receivers in that team. Uh, 48, Brashard Perryman. And then the back-to-back rookies, 49, Henry Ruggs. And 50, Jerry Judy. And I actually left out C.D. Lamb, who I thought was, who I think is the best wide receiver out of the draft. But I just don't like the situation he is in. Oh, but being in a really good offense? Being in too many, too many, too many mouths to feed. I'd rather have that than Henry Ruggs and relying on Derek Carter. And uh, yeah, but to, I'm worried about the like mouth to feed. Shoot. I'm really worried about. The know. only thing I like about Henry Ruggs is he doesn't have much competi- competition, and they picked him so high they're going to want to justify it. Yes, and John Green is going to be. Isn't that beep, not beep, like the typical like Raiders just like pick the fastest guy and try to force it and it doesn't work out? Look, yes, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um. I'm so I am very shocked. You have I, I, Justin Jefferson was a, a the guy right behind Perryman too. One of those guys I was toying with. Um, I'm very shocked you have him as your first wide receiver though. I like the situation he's in. Um, I think he's gonna fill in nicely with the departure of Stephon Diggs. Now I know it's not a fully like you know high octane passing offense, but I just like that opportunity he has across from Adam Thielen. And again I'm just not sure he has the talent of these other guys. I, like I think he's oh, good, I, I think he's up I, I mean I think he's just as talented as Henry Ruggs, to be honest. Maybe even more talented. But it's sure, it's sure. CD, Ruggs, it's CD Lamb and Jerry Judy. Him. It's CD Lamb and Jerry Judy as my top two of that draft. But the reason why CD Lamb's not here is again, I just think there's too many mouths to feed and you have Elliot and things are going it's just it's not enough where I I just couldn't put him in my top 50 as much as I think he is the best wide receiver. I could see that offense being so high octane that uh, it supports three guys. Uh, and I could see Cooper kind of taking a little step back, not talent-wise, but just numbers-wise, too, um, with how much Gallup has developed and how good C.D. Lamb looks. I, mean, I don't know. We always know that, like, I mean, maybe less so now, but it's very difficult for a rookie wide receiver to have an amazing, amazing season. And then to think that, like, now you have to surpass Gallup and Cooper, and then, you know, having... Yeah. You know, well, it just it's... so happened that a bunch of them had good seasons last year. So maybe that's why I have uh, three in my top. 50, and I really wanted to put Jefferson, but I just couldn't. I don't know. I didn't know who to bump. So, I mean, I bumped Lamb. I mean, I still have three as well. You know, like, it's not like we're at, we're too far apart, but it's just. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Preston Williams for a little bit? Sure. Seven, he, I mean, he only played seven games last year. Uh, 32 receptions, 428 yards, three touchdowns. It's not like his numbers jump off the page, but, you know, you – you times that by two, and even more than that if you want to do a full 16-game season. I mean, you're pushing 1,000 yards um, for a guy on an offense uh, with a very game-managing quarterback, and then you put him on an offense with Phillip Rivers. Wait. and Preston Williams? Oh. Uh, we talking about the same wait. guy? No. I was sorry. <laughs> I got confused for a sec. All right. You talk about you talk about, about Tua. I, I meant to. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say Tua. 
that I land shark hit you hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I had Philip Rivers just like stuck in my brain because of T.Y. Hilton. Because T.Y. Hilton was my first um, surprise guy, like <laughs> breakout guy. Um, and Preston Williams, I had a whole speech about him being my second, like but very low down breakout guy. And I just got stuck on Philip, Philip Rivers. Rivers. No, I think Tua, if he stays healthy, is extremely good. And, and not Preston even Williams. Tua though. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick, he, that's what he did it with. You know, like he he did it yeah. with, with Fitzpatrick. So like if you could do it with Fitzpatrick again until Tua is ready to go, or if Tua is ready to go from the start, I mean, it 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 just bodes well for him to be. I mean, like we have him in the low forties. He's a if, what wide receiver four. I I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean he's got a he's got Parker to to compete with, but that's not like too much. There's nobody else on that offense. There's two yeah. guys. There's him and Parker. Um, I don't. I'm not buying the Mike Jacecki type or no, whatever. No, no way. Not buying that either. Um, but I don't think he's fighting with so, Parker. I think Parker's good to have. Is yeah. because I don't think Preston Williams is a, is a a guy who if you made him let's say there was no Devontae Parker and he was the number one. I don't think he'd be doing. I don't think he'd do well in that role right now. Like, let him be the the two to Devontae Parker. I think that's a better fit for him as a wide receiver. But the, yeah, and that question I asked of who can you see jumping up to a wide receiver two from 41 to 50, he's the one I would pick. Um, just cause, I mean, I, I think, too, is just a really good quarterback. And we could see just – and we've seen rookie quarterbacks come in and have good years. Um Especially yardage wise, like we've seen a lot of rookie quarterback quarterbacks come in and put very hard high yards up, and they might not even have good years, but they're throwing for a lot of yards. I mean, you saw it with Murray last year. Um, Daniel Jones was lighting it up fantasy wise, and I, look, he didn't have a great year as an actual quarterback, but he had a fantastic year fantasy wise. So I, I think we could see that with Tua. At least. Remember, we're not talking about real football. We're talking about fantasy football. So, you know, you could throw for 25 interceptions, but if you throw for 5,000 yards or 4,500 yards and 25 touchdowns, that's that's pretty good fantasy. Plus, you're... Oh, the James the James Winston, as we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You know, now that he has now that he has LASIK, he'll be better. Less less interceptions. But, uh, yeah. I mean, look, that's, that's, a, that's a very, you know... Mixed up top fifty for each of us. Um, oh, there's one more guy that you got both of you guys mentioned that I didn't mention. Who? Uh, Debo Samuel. Yeah, he had a pretty serious uh, foot injury a mm-hmm. uh, month and a half ago or two months ago, and it's probably going to be out for at least the first few games. Few games. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's what made us bump him down so low, though, and- right? It's like he would have definitely been much higher. Than forty one. I mean, you're not you're not sacrificing too much. Dropping one of the last one of your last round picks on a guy who's going to miss a couple weeks and then stuffing him on the IR. Yeah, or you know, if you don't if you play in a league where you don't have an IR spot, you know, you draft him and you know, if for some reason someone else goes down, he could be one of the guys you just first drop. But he's not a bad guy to have just in case. You know, four or five weeks into the season, you're still able to hold on to him and. uh you know, just reap some benefits of a guy who maybe should have been a little higher, and you got him much later. Um, all right, you guys want to move on to tight ends since we uh, 
Yeah, well, also, apparently, well, Ron Rivera has lymph node cancer. Are you no, f- that's not good. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Are you serious? Yeah, just came out like an hour ago. Oh, that's like the, like what? the, isn't that the, like the worst kind? The poor Washington football team. Yeah, uh, apparently it's very treatable and curable, but still, that sucks. Oh, man, I, I think like, maybe like 15, 20 years ago, that was like a death sentence. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure like the advances in cancer... You know, technology. He says he plans to continue coaching. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like, first you have to coach Washington, now you have cancer. That sucks. Uh, That's fucked up, man. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, yeah, I mean, this is very true, but won't care. But if he's going to continue coaching, like, I, I, you know what? That's a good prognosis. Let's just wish him well. He's a, he's a, you know, good coach, and just that, that sucks. That, that's, that's terrible. That's exactly the kind of coach you want when you've been like a dumpster fire of an organization for a while. A guy that like maybe he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he's he's probably going to bring you back to an above 500 record. And honestly, yeah. like sometimes when you've been bad for so long as a team, you just want some stability. Like that's bring it back to the Knicks. That's why I'm like, oh okay, my God. Tip it up. Like I don't think Thibodeau's winning any championships, <laughs> but if you could just bring me back to the eighth or seventh seed in the playoffs. That's perfectly fine. When you're doing your job, just bring it. I think Rivera could bring the team back to respectability. All right, great. <laughs> no, deal. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're definitely like that's what they need. They do. Like, John, how much better would you feel as a Jets fan if you had Rivera instead of Gase? Oh my God! Don't even fucking Gase. Is that's work, not bro. even. That's not even fair he to was say the that. Though. Coach of like the four I wanted. I didn't. <laughs> <even> want it. <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. Now, at least the Giants have a complete wild card of a coach, a special teams coach. It's like, well, what, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he could be good, but <laughs> it's a question mark at least. Oh, I mean, God. he's like making players run laps. Like he's gonna be like the the tough coach, but then like he's gonna be the ultimate players coach. But the, like he's tough on them, but the players love him. I feel like for Joe Judge, yeah, Gase is just a shit show. Like they, they're gonna fire him at the end of this year. It sucks. Ron Rivera, get well. Hopefully, like I mean, I don't know. We haven't. We how many years out of our lives has Washington be been relevant in the NFL? One with Robert. Yeah, the Robert Griffin. Yeah, with the Robert Griffin. Yeah, with the Robert Griffin no, 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 Trent. Um, that guy when we were young. Uh, no, that was Kansas City. Is yeah. that Dilfer? You trained uh, train Green? That was Kansas City. Yeah, that right? was Kansas City. Who was... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, were there any Washington years when we were kids? I mean, what about the Joe Gibbs return? Were they good at all when Joe Gibbs returned? Uh, that was like, what, 2003? I mean, I've seen the Redskins win a Super Bowl. So, I mean, but that's like, what, early 90s besides that? Yeah, yeah um, like, I don't uh, the first Super Bowl I really remember is Steelers Cowboys. Oh wow! Uh, I'm, my my first one is remembering is the Buffalo Bills uh, versus the Giants. First, first one I remember was um, like remember as somebody who liked football, not just like went to yeah a football party was the um, Titans Rams. Oh wow! That late? Yeah the the. The good old Kurt Warner. That late into the game. Oh, man. No, I remember, like, I was, like... That was, what, 99? Yeah. I remember, like, being really extremely young, but, like, cheering really hard for the Giants 
to win that game because all my family were Giants fans. I don't know. And when you're when you're under ten, though, uh, how much do you understand? I I I understood a lot early on. Anthony <laughs> was a child savant. Yeah, I was. was. I, I mean, I, like, I'm not saying I understood the game that age, but I learned really early, mainly become from having older an older sibling and older cousins who I you know basically live with pretty much, and learning everything through them. But I was always always into sports, mainly because I wanted to be like them, pretty much, you know. So, but anyway, yeah, I just always been watching. Uh, I just came back. Mark Brunel. Mark, not Mark Tra- Brunel. Tra- that was the Jaguars. Mark no, that was the Jaguars. You're looking at Mark, uh, wait, not Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel was the Jaguars. Who are you thinking of? Mark Brunel was definitely on. The Redskins? The or the, Redskins sorry, the Washington football spell. team? I don't well, back then they were the Redskins. I mean, I don't remember that. Um, it could have been a year. I don't remember that happening. Um, Two not years. So much, he not was so much of a child savant, are you, Anthony? Two thousand five. So I was, I was fifteen. I was a little, you know, I was a little more than a than a tyke. Um, that was the last time they made it past a wild card round. Two thousand. That was a, that was a Gibbs year. That must have been and the end was, of Brunel's career. That had to yeah, be the end of Brunel's yeah. career. And then they lost in the wild card a couple of years later, and that was when Porter, Clinton Portis, was big. Mm. Um, and they had Campbell. You remember Campbell? The, he was always the this guy's gonna break out. Yes, never. Yeah, did. never broke out. Or Campbell just never broke out. That's and that's then he funny. faded into obscurity. And then they had McNabb for that one year. But um, did they have Rex Grossman yeah, for a year too? Like remember Rex Grossman oh, yeah. played for the Redskins that's after uh, he somehow yeah, miraculously man. made the fucking Super Bowl with the Bears. Just ugh, God. So. Since 2012, so the last eight years, they made the playoffs twice. Once with Griffin, once with Cousins. Um, in the last 15 right. years, they've made it four times uh, and only made it to the divisional rounds. I mean, it's not, I mean, th- there are worse teams that haven't done anything, you know? The Jets. Brad or... Johnson. Well, first off, Jets of like early 2000s and late 2000s were yeah, that's true. on the cusp. Brad Johnson took him to the playoffs once. Brad Johnson, I remember him in '99. They did have Trent Green. I'm not an idiot. Was this like the end of Trent Green? Yeah, only one year. Yeah, yeah. What do you like? Play like <laughs> for like seven games, got hurt, and he just fucking retired. Yeah, I I just remembered them having Trent Green on the team. I remember Trent Green being awesome for the friggin' Chiefs. So good. Anyway, can we move on tight ends? Yeah, All let's right. stop talking about the Reds. I mean, the <laughs> Washington football, footballs. I want. I want. By the way, I want. Yeah, they should just name themselves the footballs. The footballs. <laughs> That'd be so good. I do enjoy the, the name, the Red Tails. I like that. Um, the why the, not the Pigskins? I mean, they already have the pig. I mean, people. that makes sense too. I just yeah. like the Red Tails because I like the logo, and it is a um, it's a Tuskegee Airmen call callback. Although it's kind of stepping on the Jets as the only. Plane team. Shut up with the Jets. Oh, yeah, we're really worried about stepping on yeah, the Jets. There's 14 <laughs> fucking cats, but like, we, oh, we have to worry about two two freaking planes. Yours a jet, and the red tails are a prop, so it's different. There's that one airplane, like and one's a jet. Were like the uh, Washington Ogres, and I'd be like, whoa, buddy, too close to Giants. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if they just had Shrek on their helmet. <laughs> let's, let's, back, let's back it up a little. You're getting a little too close to Giants. Ridiculous. Ridiculous right. statement, John. 
let's go on to the uh, the year of the tight end for the Woo-hoo. fourth consecutive year. We'll get there. I'm guessing? No, no, no. I took a break last year. I didn't like okay. it last. And then last year it started like being a little good, and I was like, I, I think I kind of fucked up, guys. I didn't announce the year of the tight end. Did you? <laughs> did you? I thought. I, all right. Anyway, I thought, no, I didn't last year because I thought there was only like Kelsey Kittle Ertz last year. All right. Well, are you going to announce it this year? Burr, 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 burr. You're the tight end. <laughs> there we go. Mike Jacecki. No. <laughs> I'm feeling it on tight ends this year. To be honest, it's like it. it's it is deeper than it has been in a few years. I mean, I'm looking like, at I'm looking at top fifteen. I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. But then again, I'm like, maybe last year I was like, oh, top fifteen looks pretty good. I can't remember if I said that or not. So you know what? Why don't you shut your mouth? I'll start <laughs> it. And you want to go by fives? Yeah, let's go by fives. Yeah. All right, top five. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz. Five was hard for me. But I put Evan Ingram because of upside. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Five five was hard for me. I wanted five, six, seven was very tough for me to rank. Ingram because of upside. Um, Ertz because of stability. Andrews, I thought was amazing last year. A lot of people are like, not or surprisingly not too high on him. I saw him below Ertz in a lot of um, rankings and below Waller in a lot of rankings. Um, and then Kittle Kelsey is pretty easy. I mean, Kittle is probably the better tight end because of blocking, but I'm not. When it comes down to it, I'm not going to pick Kittle over Kelsey because I mean that off. Like Kelsey's just an automatic offense. Like you can't. There's no question marks because of Mahomes. Yeah, uh, actually, I have the same exact five: Kelsey, really? Kittle, Andrews, Erson, Ingram. Interesting. Oh, I get that. Interesting. After yeah. all our mix-up in the receivers, we have this. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna differ um, from you guys. I actually am going to put George Kittle number one because I really like George Kittle, and I understand the whole offense with Kelsey, and it's tough. I it's not it's not as far as a Michael Thomas, someone else. So. I think yeah, there, there is more. You're banking there is more on like debate. this being his year because he's never had a better year than Kelsey. I just he's younger. I think he's getting yeah. better, and I it's possible that Kittle. I mean, look, it took Ertz a while to become what Ertz has become. Uh, so I think Kittle's on a faster track to that, and I, oh, I, I and I could track. see I could truly see Kittle being the number one. So I'm going to go Kittle one. I'm standing by it. Yeah. Kelsey, I two. mean, Kittle, Kittle broke the yardage record for tight ends in yeah. the second year. So, so he's on a much faster track. So, so there you go. So Kittle Look, won. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL because I just felt so good how high I was on him two years ago when he broke that record. And I I don't know. I felt like some kind of tight end savant. I was telling everybody they have to draft Kittle. People were saying who's Kittle, and it just felt good. Well, maybe you should stick with him being number one then. So I'm going number one, Kittle. Number two, Kelsey. Number three, Zach Ertz. Number four, Mark Andrews. And I'm actually doing number five, Darren Waller. That's, that's mean, fine. Yeah. I'm fine with Waller in the f- top five for sure. I don't like Ertz above Andrews. I can't I can't get – like Ertz has just been very consistent for a very long time. And last year was a little bit of an anomaly, I feel. But he's – 
you know, didn't he break like records for catching like the most receptions in a game and like he or like most receptions in a season by a tight end? Like, yeah, one sixteen. But that was his only year with over a thousand yards. I just—he's a red zone machine. He catches. I don't know, but they have Godare there too. Oh fuck you, Godare. So let's say this: Ertz has been in the league one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. He only has one year with over a thousand yards, and he has no years with ten with double digit touchdowns. I don't know. I like Ertz. So I, I I just think Ertz has gotten this overrated, where I because th- I think people wanted him to be so good for so long, and then he finally started being good, and then everyone's like, yeah, well, Ertz is this uh, lock lockdown guy, and he's just. I don't know. He's not really that. He's just the guy that always finishes in the top three because tight ends suck. I mean, he's going to get 850 yards. Let's just say that. Like, he's not going to get under. He's not going to get over a thousand, probably. But like, if you draft him, you know you're getting a top five tight end. I just like the Mark Andrews um, ceiling more. I mean, he had double digit touchdowns last year. Ertz has never done that. And it was only his second year. And we know tight ends take a couple years, besides George Kittle. I mean, look, I just – I went with the, what I know with Ertz. And with tight ends, some can be very hit or miss. Like, there are many tight ends who've had that one big breakout season. Like, look at – um, what the hell was his name? Uh, Eric Ebron. One one year, everyone yeah, fucking but, lost their uh, shit. And then – Falls that off was, the cliff. That was touchdowns, though. No, but I'm just saying, like, it was... I mean, Mark Andrews had a bunch of touchdowns. Like, I'm just saying, he's he is a good yeah, tight end. A, a no, but, but, but it's it's still, like, you know, show it more than once. I know what you're going to get from Ertz. You're going to get, like you said, 850 yards, at least 70 to 80 receptions, maybe more, and anywhere from yeah. six to nine touchdowns. Like that's well, he's never had more than eight. All right, so six to eight touchdowns. Sorry, because he had eight <laughs> touchdowns a bunch of. He had eight t- touchdowns a couple times. No, I know. Um, I was just busting your balls. So with the another thing, I'm a little worried about Ertz. And look, I have him at four, so we're splitting hairs. Here. I know we really are. Another thing I'm a little worried though is that Godare has looked really good. You guys in your Godares. Really I'm not. I'm not about the Godares. Not yet. Oh, I love. Him. But I mean, he he takes away from the red zone targets. Like he takes away touchdowns. You can't deny that. He also had over 600 yards last year. What? So you're split. Like, I mean, look for if, a tight end. For a tight yeah, end, for that's a, a decent for, amount for, of yards. Because name, because name another good receiving target on the friggin' Eagles. That's true. For a t- look, I'm not telling you go out and draft Godare. I'm saying he's going to take some yeah. away from him. It's still like it was like a Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez without the murder. Like that's what they have here like that's what they have they have no wide receiver yeah, you, never, you never know they have no wide receiver until we find out but look there's no wide receivers and there's two good tight ends on that team why can't it support two tight ends with no good wide receivers sure there you go i mean it's possible all right sure. okay but, all right. That, but that little bit makes me want to rank him fourth instead of third well, yes well, yeah there we go Jim. well good for you guys well bad for you um I have six Darren Waller, so again, very hard. It's all splitting my hairs. Fi- my five, six, seven, very, very tough. Seven Tyler Higby. Um, last five, oh, wow. you know, I'm seeing a lot of fantasy people go. Sure, last five years he was the far and away tight end one. I mean, not la- last five games he was the far. No, and away I was tight like, what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Last five games he was the far and away tight end one, but five games is such a small sample size. And to me, I say, really. A third of a season is such a small sample size. Like, it's not 
No, he hasn't been doing it for as long as Kittle and Kelsey and Ertz and stuff. That's why he's not in my top three. But, like, five games is a decent sample size. That's not two games. I know, but, it, it, again, that was his fourth year in the se- in fourth year in the league, and this is the first time he's done anything. So, like, I understand people's skepticism, and I have some skepticism as well. So All right. I- I'm just saying I feel like... I feel like I have a little bit of um, confidence if he's the guy I pick late, middle to late rounds. I'm not like feeling too bad going into the the league. I'm not feeling too bad going to the season with my tight end situation. To be honest, most of the guys I have on this top fifteen, I wouldn't feel terrible about if I didn't like. You know, like they're not. I think they're all right. All right, so I have Waller, Higby, Hunter, Henry, eight. Uh, purely because of quarterback situation. Rob Gronkowski, 9, and Hayden Hurst, 10. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I can't I can't quit Gronk. Like, sorry. I mean, even when he was... Oh, I'm not in, no, I'm not interested. I'm not, I'm not saying interesting about that. I have Gronkowski, 9, as well. I'm, in, I'm in saying yeah. interesting to another tight end that did not make the cut of a top 10. Okay, but so Gronk, like... Look, I mean, he didn't play last year, but he had almost 700 yards in 2018, and he was he barely played in 2018. And then 2017, he had over 1,000 yards. So last year, a refresher, like, maybe Gronk outside of the top five is stupid. Maybe. maybe. You might be right. We're, all we're hearing is that he's going to play. He's healthy. He looks good. Maybe it's dumb that, like, it's just, what are we doing, like, it's the Jordan of tight ends. He's coming back after a fresh off year. He might do a Jordan. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Look, I I have nine as well. So like, um, maybe maybe we're both dumb. I I just didn't. I couldn't. I don't know. It was it was definitely difficult ranking him out of the top ten, but also in the top five. Yeah, I sh- I feel weird now having him nine. Like, I feel like I should have him higher. A lot of. Things I'm seeing have them in the 13 to 15 range, which is ridiculous. Very weird to me. Um, I'll let you guys go, but Hayden Hurst is definitely a guy I want to talk. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about. All right, go for it. All right. I got six. Darren Waller, number seven, just one spot below his usual spot. Uh, Austin <laughs> Hooper, uh, eight. Tyler mm-hmm. Higby, uh, Tyler Higby, number nine. Hunter Henry, number uh, ten. Noah Fant. Yeah, right. Let me roll through, and then we'll discuss. Six, Evan Ingram. Seven, Austin Hooper. Eight, Jared Cook. Nine, Rob Gronkowski. And ten, Hunter Henry. So I'm surprised you didn't have Austin Hooper in your top ten, Brian. Yeah, I I think he goes from Atlanta Falcons offense that has always, always loved tight ends. Always been very kind to tight ends. To this Browns offense with Malsafeed. Um, without having a very good feeder, <laughs> and I just think that he's the, the red zone target they were missing. You know, I don't know. Like that's. I, don't know. I, I think don't know yeah. I say I think he could be the missing puzzle. I don't know. The missing puzzle. Level. The whole puzzle. <laughs> I don't know if his talent level is up with the situation change. I don't have him too far outside the top ten. I know I felt weird putting him outside the top ten because all we've ever told people on this podcast is like whatever you could rank. Uh, Austin Hooper low, but he's going to finish as number six. Yep. Like he's going to be the sixth tight end. 
I have a feeling he could fall. He could just like not have a good like he could have a really bad year. I don't know. I have a weird, dark, stormy, cloudy feeling about him. It's possible. I mean, before he got hurt, he was pretty much like a top two, top three wide uh, tight end. So like, it's and again, you're, you're right. It is a Falcons offense, but I think you know he can be that red zone option for Mayfield in Cleveland. And that's why I'm switching him with Hayden Hurst. You're switching him? Um, I'm banking on the offense over oh, okay, the okay, player. Okay. Interesting. So I'm just – look, Hayden Hurst has never done anything in his career. So could I look stupid having him in my top 10 as number 10? Sure. But I, I'm going offense over play. He was drafted as a player that was highly touted and was supposed to be the Ravens' uh, tight end option going forward, but then Mark Andrews just – Collected that and threw, Hay- threw, yeah. Hay- threw Hayden Hurst yeah. to the side. I mean, how many years has Hayden Hurst been in the league? Two, right? So it's like, it's yeah. not like. I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. It's and Mark crazy. just got drafted in the same draft as him, right? And lower? Yeah, I think so. So, but Hayden yeah, Hurst was that guy. Right. Anyway, who cares? Uh, because whatever. He's, was he a first or second rounder? He was top two rounds. I know that. Who, Mark Andrews or Hayden? No, Hayden, no, Hayden, Hayden Hurst. Hurst. Hayden Hurst was drafted early. I'll look that up really fast. I'm uh, pretty sure, yeah, he was an early. Look it up, Anthony. Look it up. First thing about Tyson Hayden was Hayden, Hayden Panettiere, or whatever her name is. Twenty uh, fifth overall. First round. 20th, yeah, yeah he, I'm telling you, he was the guy that was very highly, uh, highly sought after. I remember that, and uh, just. And then Mark Andrews was the third round, same draft. Weird, very weird. But anyway, um, yeah. I, I know. I think Hayden Hurts was hurt too in this first season. Um, Mm. But anyway, uh, all right. Do you want to roll through just 11 through 15? Sure. All right, Brian. All right. 11, Jared Cook. 12, Austin Hooper. There's your guy. 13, Noah Font. Um, Yeah, Noah Font is very intriguing. I feel like I would love him as my backup tight end and just see where it takes me. He looked so good last year, but so many mouths to feed on an offense that you're not sure about. 14, even though I talked shit about Mike Jacecki the other, uh, about 15 minutes ago, <laughs> whatever, um, two is, I think will be good. And see where a tight end one on a decent offense gets you. And then 15, I'm going to roll the dice on Eric Ebron, even though we just talked shit about him 15 minutes wow. ago. <laughs> um, but... We're always looking for that Steelers tight end that never fans out, but I think he probably has the most talent of um, a Steelers tight end in the last five or so years. Just he has the worst hands of any tight end in the league. That's the only problem. But he gets open in the red zone, and then he drops the ball. But then he does it. He gets open again, and he might and catch he, it. He may, might catch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, John, go to your 11 for 15. All right, 11, Hayden Hurst. 12, Gronk. Uh, I'm feeling kind of silly about putting him that low just after the conversation that we just had. <laughs> but that's where I put him. We're all uh, silly. 13, Jared Cook. 14, breakout potential star of the year. Uh, gonna make it big this year. Chris Herndon, Sandor, oh, there it is. In. Every, all the Just Beat reporters are saying <laughs> at a training camp is that, is that Sam Darnold. No, no, no. Sam Darnold has found his his favorite target, and that they're just he's looking at him constantly. 
especially in the red zone. Lovingly, uh, looking at him lovingly. Yeah, I mean, he's probably got very nice eyes, so. Uh, and then uh, 15, Mike Gazicki. Nice. Um, all right, I'll do a uh, quick uh, 11 to 15. Tyler Higby, number 11. Hayden Hurst, number 12. Noah Fent, uh, 13. Jack Doyle, number 14. And number Wow, fit- you're still ranking Jack Doyle. Yo, no more Eric Ebron, baby. It's all him, baby. And, and uh, yeah, you're right. It's all him. And Philip Rivers. Oh, wow. Why don't I have Jack Doyle? Yeah, right? there's a Jack Doyle bandwagon back again. The old, the, old, the old Irish brawler. The old brawler, Jack Doyle. All right, I am, I am, um, I'll be very clear. I'll be very um, transparent about this. I'm erasing Ian Thomas at number 20, and I'm putting in Jack Doyle. Number 20, <laughs> wow. Uh, at number 15, I have TJ Hawkinson. Well, I just- so TJ Hawkinson makes my top 15. He started out crazy strong last year and fell to shit immediately. Fell to shit immediately. Um, and when you say he started out, like literally two games. Yeah, and as I said, fell to shit immediately. Um, but he showed flashes early on, and as you as you always con- as you constantly state, Brian, it maybe takes a couple of years for a tight end to sort of come into his his own. So you know, it was a rookie season for for TJ. So let let him let him come into his own. Um, the sure. one, the one issue I got, I have with you guys is why Jared Cook so low? That, I, I was actually gonna, I was actually gonna say, um, are, am, are we, are me and John ranking Jared Cook too low? But then I was thinking about it and like, I don't know if he gets that nine touchdowns again. I think he was very red zone reliant or maybe he does cause that's a good offense. So even if not, I mean, 705 yards on only 43 receptions, and I believe he missed a few games as well. So if he doesn't miss any games, that's a, I think that's a possibility that, uh, you know, say around the seven to 800 yards, five touchdowns, maybe 60, 70 receptions, I think that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's feasible for a, a top 10 tight end. Sure. I mean, I have him at 11, so it's not like I'm that low on him. Uh I just really like my top 10 is the problem. Like, Jared Cook wasn't... Jared Cook and Austin Hooper weren't like, I, I don't think you're... I think you're bad tight ends. You're staying outside of the top 10. I just love my top 10. Um, question marks on Hurst and Tyler Higby, but I like their situations. So I'm good with... If this is the top 12 tight ends, then I'm really good with kind of waiting on a tight end this year if I don't get Kittle or Kelsey. Yeah. Or if Andrews isn't around in like the fifth round, then I'm kind of good with waiting because I really do like the top 12. Uh, I just want to go back to TJ Hawkinson real quick. Sure. Because uh, I do have him in my top 20 and I kind of feel bad about it now. <laughs> so when I said two good games, I meant just one. The first game of the season, yeah. he had 131 yards on six receptions. Um. Can you guess what his season total? So no, going I'm not into look, it, I'm 131 yards in the first game. Can you guess what his season total was in yards? Yeah, 357. I'm gonna say wait. I'm gonna say total yards. Uh, 290. Wow, John, so close. 367. Ooh, give me a price is right. Nice. Very so nice. he had 236 yards after that. Post that first game. That's and right. In eleven games, <laughs> like Look, that's it's a, it was a bad offense. I still like what I saw early, and I think he could be 
Something better if Stafford can stay healthy. Yeah, and he never he 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 only crossed the three reception mark uh, twice, and one was six catches for eighteen yards. So that wasn't really too, too, I, too much. I will say I I played him week one in like multiple leagues, and definitely Same here. and he definitely won me at least one or two of those leagues. Um, but I I immediately like after the second week where he, he just took a shit, I never played him again, and I was okay with that. So I got one good week out of him. Maybe that's why I'm I'm high on him, but still, I actually really like my Jack Doyle move with uh, Philip Rivers at QB. We all we all know we did with Hunter Henry, and I think that's an issue that Hunter Henry's going to have not having Philip Rivers as his quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just so talented that it's like he still has to be in your top ten. He is very talented, but what I like about Jack Doyle is that he has Philip Rivers, and he no longer has Eric Ebron to bother him. I kind of want to switch Jack Doyle to TJ Hawkinson now, who I have 16. Yeah, do it. Do it. Jack Doyle, baby. I would make him top 15. Can I do it? Of course. Do whatever I mean, you want. You, we know Philip Rivers loves his tight ends. All right. So Jack Doyle, 16. Jonu Smith, 17. Just because of the name, mostly. Jonu. 18. Dallas Godair, who I'm a big fan of. 19. Chris Herndon. John's boy. Uh, best, best shape of his life. And 20, TJ Hawkinson. Also, off the drugs, I, th- I heard. That's a good start. <laughs> Not going to get suspended. Wait, who's off the drugs? Chris Herndon. Oh, that's good, yeah. Good. Good. Off the drugs. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying he's gotten suspended, so it's a good Anthony thing. doesn't approve. <laughs> no, it's just... Lost all his tight ends on the drugs. Yeah, they better be on the drugs. That's what makes them good. Yeah, right. we might maybe we want to get him back on the track. All right, we'll, yeah, we'll see how the season goes. Uh, all right, my final grouping is 16, Irish brawler Jack Doyle. Uh, could very well be higher just because Philip Rivers loves tight ends and no Eric Ebron this year. Uh, 17, John o. Smith, another young guy waiting to break out in a offense that likes to play ball control and uh, – Quarterback that's not proven to hit the outside guys just yet. I, I like him. I like him to break out below Chris Herndon. Uh, <laughs> 17, 17 TJ Hawkinson. I like honestly after that what you just said. I'm I would like to bump him lower. Eighteen or nine. Wait, what? Where is that? Nineteen Eric Ebron. Twenty Blake Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Um, I'll do a quick 16 through 20. I didn't rank them, but I have names now. Uh, yes. I will do a 16, um, Eric Ebron, a 17, Jonu Smith, 18, Chris Herndon, uh, 19, um, Ian Thomas, and a 20, Blake Jarwin. Um, nice. there are, there are a couple names though that we did not, that we did not mention. Um, Go on. like a, a Greg Olson who is now on Seattle. Um, I completely forgot about that. And and um, <laughs> oh wow, wait, what about is that other guy? Your boy, he's not even. He's nowhere. He's gone. He's, he 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 fa- he's off the face of the earth. Um, wait, who are you talking about? Your Seattle guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's. I don't even. I don't remember his name. Like they want to talk about a, a guy. Wilson. Who, <laughs> Wilson. No, not Wilson. <laughs> There was a guy that I can't remember his name now, but Brian <laughs> was so high on him. Like you have to start every single week, and I was like, "Oh it's shit, gonna hit. it's um, gonna hit, it's gonna hit!" Come on. He had like one or two um, games. Jacob Hollister. Hollister, that was his. Yeah, what the fuck happened to him? 
he's, he's, no. he's parking cars somewhere. Um, 300. Hey, you want to know who had pretty yeah. much the same amount of yards as TJ Hawkins? There you go. See? <laughs> um, what about Will Disley? That's who I was talking about. That's who I was trying to say. Will Disley. We completely forgot about him. The dude was on fuego um, to start the season last season. He was like t- tight end three he, until he got hurt. What is he doing? Is he uh, is he is he healthy? Well, is, is everything going on? Like well, that's what I'm saying. He he had 23 catches for 262 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, that's right. I remember he got hurt like mid early. That sucked. And then your boy Hollister came in, and you were like lost your you lost your shit. Um, but now they, but now they <laughs> yeah, have, he played five. He played five games. But now they have um, now they have Greg Olson though. Like so, what's you know like why is Olson even playing if he's you know is Greg Olson a serious thing though? Yeah, is Greg Olson a serious? I, thing? I don't know. I mean, is Jimmy Graham on Chicago and the seventeen other tight ends with him a serious thing? Like who knows? Um, yeah, John. Well, that's an obvious. Yeah. We all forgot about uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph on Minnesota, who always gets forgotten. Um, I'm just, I'm just throwing names out there. Um, Tyler Eifert now on Jacksonville. Uh, possible Renzo target for you, our boy Minshew. And um, Dawson Knox, who Brian was a huge wait, fan of Dawson wait. Knox early uh, for a couple games with Buffalo. I was. Wait, did you just say Tyler Eifert? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm not, ranking, I'm not ranking him top 20. Hey, don't insult I'm us. not ranking him top 20. I'm just, I'm just throwing names out there. Throwing names out the there. You don't bring... have to. You don't have to bring down the year of the tight end by saying Tyler Eifert. Oh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing it down with Tyler Eifert. <laughs> I, I don't know about this. I'm just throwing names out there. That's all. Will Disley, though. Will Disley. You, you project his five games into a full season, and you're looking at a close to 900 yard. If you can't well, project that, you can't. Pro- you can't do that. You can't be projecting things like that. I believe he did. Just I not just did. I know yeah, you I did it. I know you did it, that. but you can't do it. You can't. How do come? It. I don't know. I just think you can't do it. Uh, it's just not gonna work. I mean, we do it with Will Fuller every single year. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm always against it. I'm always against doing it because I know it's never gonna fucking happen. It'll never All right, happen. he's back. He had an Achilles tear though last year. Wait, so John, John, what do you feel about your boy uh, Griffin uh, from uh, Ryan Griffin for the Jets? Ryan Griffin is going to get dwarfed by the supernova that is Chris Herndon. This but year. like you, you loved him for like a few weeks when he like was a touchdown machine, right? Like, oh, I mean, I mean, he was solid for a few weeks, but then John like, that, that was that was against like shitty defenses. The Jets had the second toughest schedule this year. Okay, that just, like, uh, like the the defenses they play are gonna be are gonna be really good. So yeah, but this their is quarterbacks. The Jet, they, this is the, the Jets year. Well, the quarterbacks they play are actually not um, like they might have the quarterback advantage in like ten to eleven games this year. Debatable. Like, their quarterback schedule is like ranked like twenty eighth or thirtieth. Uh, you, I read. Is there enough? That's are there bullshit. Enough Six NFL of their teams with quarterbacks worse than Darnold. Listen, Wait. this is this is an ESPN article that I read. Wait, six of their games are versus Cam Newton, Josh Allen, and either Tua or Ryan Fitzpatrick. So they lose all all those games. They have the better quarterback. The other teams. First off, are we are we saying a rookie hobbled Tua or an old ass Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, who knows what Cam Newton's doing, and a Josh Allen who can who can't throw ten yard outs. 
Yeah, I feel like he said. I feel like yeah, definitely said that. Yeah. All right, no, but you're like so. Look, they have Bills, Forty ers Colts, Broncos, Cardinals, Chargers, Bills, then Chiefs, Patriots, Dolphins, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Patriots. John's not far off there. So that's a like that's a shit super quarterbacks besides Seahawks, Chiefs. Yeah, you do have the um, Hawks, you do have you do have the AFC West Sands um, Sands Mahomes, um, so that, that's that's definitely in your favor. You have the A- NFC West Sands Russell Wilson, and I guess Kyler Murray. I would probably put, yeah, Kyler Murray. I put in that, in that um, group. On, on that group as well. But um, it's I mean, still a pretty shit super quarterbacks. Yeah, no, I mean you're you're right, you're right. I'm just trying to fuck with you. You know. Well, you got fucked over, bro. Nah, never do. Never do. Only the Jets. Fuck you right back. All right. Um, all right. So I think we've gone long enough. I think this has gone way uh, way too long. Um, but, yeah, so that, that is our rankings for 2020. We are closing in on our season uh, and looking better and better every day. Um, I think next time we come back, we could uh, discuss some uh, mock drafts or, you know, getting closer to the season, maybe do a little more uh, in-depth analysis on some players some teams you know what we think is going to happen so uh stay tuned for that and also um, ask us questions on twitter um you can even dm us answer to dm from a guy who's like i got the 11th pick i was like take both take running backs with both your first round pick and on the on the wraparound because there's going to be no running backs by the time you get back to you i mean it's not a bad strategy but you definitely need at least take one of those one one running back with those two picks, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. I think two in the top three is my strategy this year. Yes, has to be. Um, I want two in the top three, and I will not go outside of the fourth round without two. So, like, if I somehow falter, like, say, third round, if I'm top of the third and there's still a Kittle or Kelsey left, and I'm like, oh, okay, I can't fucking not go with Kittle or Kelsey in the top of the third, then I'm like, well, I have to make a conscious effort to – Absolutely, get my second. <laughs> round yeah, um, that's for sure. All right, so at that point, you're probably getting somebody like uh, Acres or somebody or something in the fourth. I mean, sure, yeah. Um, all right, but anyway, but John's right. John makes a good point on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens. Tweet us any of your uh, mock draft questions or your or sorry your real draft questions and DM us. We respond to the, you know everything john's really good at uh taking care of those questions recently um uh, this past season at least um john has been uh on point with uh just this past season i don't say past couple seasons. i mean past couple seasons but there uh you know but really good answering them all so we're there for you guys um and like i just mentioned at fantasy underscore lens on twitter fantasy lens podcast at gmail.com we are on itunes stitcher google podcast Maybe Google soon Play. to be, maybe soon to be even Amazon Music uh, podcast. I would say also we should probably get on Spotify. So, we, yeah, where's our Spotify money? Uh, we we get no money for anything. So we should get at least one thousandth of what Joe Rogan can get it, on Spotify. That's still probably way more than anything. <laughs> we, any, anything we deserve. So one, one ten thousand. Now that you've ruined this outro, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week. Peace.